Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, and welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You are listening to episode 204, Your Dreams Are Offended by How Much You Brush Them Off. Yes, that's a mouthful. And I remember writing it in a post and like it just stuck and I felt it in my bones. And um, I was writing to people, but I was also writing to myself in that sense. And so I really want to talk about this and frame it, frame this idea in a way that can help you heal your relationship with your dreams and go for it and be, be allowed to dream and allowed to chase those dreams. Because at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are are turning dreamers into doers. So let's dive in on this idea. It's quite simple. I would really like to um, ask you to treat your dreams as if they were living people. We are leading up to the Money Mindset series that is starting in April. So first off, I just want to drop a big old hint. You want to be subscribed and have notifications on and tuning into this Money Mindset series. I actually just got off recording the last episode with Michelle Schween, my bookkeeper, my money coach, my friend, my savior in many ways. And we were just talking about all of this and and I just know how good this series is and what a difference it can make for your money mindset, your money management, and your money mastery. So first off, I want to give a shout out there. I'm going to use the dream of making money being abundant. And for me, actually, I'll say living a cash-only lifestyle. I'm going to be really specific with the dream that I'm going to use as an example. Living a cash-only lifestyle, that is my dream. That means being able to pay for cash in full all the time, like have that type of money flow, that savings, those investments. And um, if that dream were a person how would that relationship be? Right now, that relationship is thriving. But five years ago, um, even 10 years ago, let's say when I was in college and just a recent graduate or when I was starting my coaching business, that was not a healthy relationship with that dream. My cash-only lifestyle dream, it might have been a dream. So it's like it was like a toxic relationship, meaning I would flirt with it, but none of my thoughts, words, and actions were aligned. So like that relationship, or excuse me, that dream would have probably felt like it was in a toxic relationship with me because I was a little bit more manipulative or maybe even abusive or negative or degrading, right? Like that's not possible or that's just a pipe dream. That'll never be true, right? Like what if I talked to somebody the way I internally talked about my dream, right? And so you might have a goal to write a book or to start your own business or to be in the relationship of your dreams. And you're talking to that dream. You're talking to yourself about that dream. Like not me. I'm so undeserving. That wouldn't be true. Um, nobody will love me that way. Uh, that's not possible, Nobody would read my book. Nobody would buy from my business. I'm not worthy and it'll just never be, right? Like no one that we talk to that way would like be in a hurry to be in a relationship with us. <laughs> so we have to take responsibility because um, back to the title of the episode, how much you brush off your dreams, your dreams are offended by how much you brush them off. 
And so if you dissed your dream or you dissed a friend like you dissed your dreams, they wouldn't stick around and then you would never attain them. And that's why we don't. So this is that relationship part of it. You think you're not achieving your dream because um, you're not good enough, because it's only for the lucky people, you're at a disadvantage or undeserving and like it'll, you're just unlucky, it's never going to come. When really you're speaking most of that true or you're behaving most of that true. So if you don't behave with faith that your dream is a sure fire thing, right? I know that my cash only lifestyle, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so I love on that dream now. I flirt with it. I pay attention to it. I feed into it. I nurture that relationship. And the way that I nurture that relationship, I, we talk thoroughly in the Money Mindset series about the ways that I have nurtured the relationship over the last three years, especially in entrepreneurship. But today I want to talk about why you're brushing off your dream. So, you know, it might be helpful in your mind's eye or in your heart to select a dream that so far yeah, you might want it, but you definitely don't believe it. So I want to talk about some of the components about why we brush our dreams off and why we treat those dreams so badly. One of the main ones is fear. We're just scared. We're scared of what it would take. We're scared of the amount of responsibility we perceive it will take. We are scared of what people will think of us when we get there, right? Like cash only lifestyle paying, let's say a million dollars for a home. Like who are you, right? Like this little, I, I used to have and still work through my small town girl identity. The one who has to be frugal, the one, um, you know, when I first heard, I think I might've read it for the first time is luxury is your birthright. And I'm like, <sighs> okay. I ended up judging the woman who wrote it. I'm like, yeah, okay, princess, right? Like there's this negative dialogue about like spoiled or if it's too easy, then you're lazy, right? Like, so there's this fear of the perception of actually attaining that goal. So like if I can just pay for things in cash and not have any debt and um, not have any money fear, which is something that's been so familiar for me my whole life, I had to face the fears of actually attaining that goal and then all the fears of what it would require of me to make it to that goal. And so I think that that's really important is mostly our fear um, has us fear that goal. And if we were afraid of a person, like it's pretty um, evident when we fear somebody or we are rigid around them. And so I just want to say so because it's not beneficial and it's not going to bring your goals. And you may say you want them. Listen, I love you. You can say you want anything, but if your actions and words and thoughts and energy is not aligned, it doesn't matter what you say. It does not matter what you say if you are acting in opposition. And so another way that we act in opposition is shame and guilt. We have shame and guilt for even wanting the goals that we want. Again, who do you think you are? There's no way you could do that. Um, all those different disempowering beliefs and wherever those, or the inner critic dialogue that comes with it, 
is not empowering the process. So we may have shame or guilt around what we desire, around our goals. And so let's say you're in a relationship that's not great for you and you've already complained to all your friends and family, but you stay in that relationship. They're like, wait a minute, didn't you tell us he's rude? Didn't you tell us like he left you somewhere? Like, did you tell us all these examples of why this relationship is not good for you? Well, then what are you doing in it, right? So we become secretive about that relationship if we want to maintain it. So we hide out, we go on secret dates. Now we can't share with our friends like when we are struggling or when we have successes, like maybe that relationship starts going good. And all of a sudden, you want your friends and family to like that person, but you've mostly just slandered their name or you've mostly just like ruined their reputation with the people that you want to now like that person. When it comes to the goals, feeling that way, our shame and our guilt around our goals is like a good example would be like, you can't become rich if you judge rich people. I'm going to drop that one more time because I don't even think like most of us know we have this block. You cannot become rich if you judge rich people. If you call them greedy and gluttonous and terrible and money hungry or power hungry or self-centered, like you automatically don't want to be that. So you automatically will not become that, which means you can't have a certain level of success. Like you can't surpass a certain level of success. It's only what is like tolerable for you what you think is acceptable when it comes to being rich or successful or uh, abundant or in a healthy relationship, right? Like if you find yourself jealous of people in healthy relationships, like you're also sabotaging your own opportunity to have a healthy relationship. And that's what I mean by your dreams are offended by how much you brush them off. It's like, why do you think about me like that? What? Rude, right? Like, Like think about your dream talking back to you. And I would even encourage you to write that dream, like maybe on a post-it note and then stick it to the couch cushion and like sit on the couch with your dream and have a conversation and apologize for being an asshole. <laughs> and then... um and then one more piece of like brushing your dreams off is just straight up rejection. Now, obviously inside of fear, shame, and guilt, that's what I'm talking about. But um, rejection, like when we reject our dreams because maybe they're really difficult, maybe they seem impossible and you just reinforce this impossibility about them, you're actively rejecting them. In all the examples that I've been giving, you got to stop doing that. As we move on, I'm going to talk about how to actually heal that relationship. So I want to spend the last few minutes of this episode offering you, stop fearing it. Stop shaming and rejecting and guilting your dreams and love them. Allow them. Let it be safe that you want to be successful and abundant and well-paid and just all of those things and loved, right? And healthy. Healthy is another one. Actually, that's a great example, right? Like you might want to get more fit, but you judge like, okay, fit fam, like, oh, if I don't post at the gym, then did that mean I really work out? Like when uh, people irritate us or like we judge that which we wish we had the courage to be up to, or we judge what we want. Judgment is the most activated. I encourage all of you to get way more curious about what you judge because it's usually a signal in the direction you're headed. <laughs> 
<laughs> or it's also a part of you that you refuse to accept, like maybe a part of yourself from your past that you haven't forgiven. But I'm not going to go into a judgment episode. I will actually encourage you to go get my brand new book, Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love. It is phenomenal and it's all about transforming judgment. So let's transform our judgment of our goals. Let's not be so mean to them anymore. The way that we can do that is by healing our relationship with our goals. So I'm going to go back to the cash-only lifestyle. That would require me to heal my wounding of my past, my former relationship with money, my former perception about money and my beliefs and what I've learned, my conditioning. I would have to literally decondition myself, which I have. Um, and again, please tune into the Money Mindset series. So valuable. But I spent so much time being able to be with money, to manage it, to spend time focused on it because my unhealthy relationship with money was like mostly just avoidance and overwhelm and anxiety. When I graduated with, you know, I think like close to $30,000, $40,000 in student debt, and then I immediately like got into the rat race with adulthood and credit cards and cars and whatever, um, that I just, it was mostly an unhealthy relationship. And it was a lot of like, it goes faster than it comes. Um, I'll never have a job that pays enough. That was a big one. Um, I just didn't know how to attract more money, but it never stopped my desire to, but I was operating with really disempowering beliefs as I chased money. So that chase was daunting and exhausting. And so I had to heal my wounding. I had to release a lot of limiting beliefs. I had to identify limiting beliefs. And so it's in commitment. This is that real like, okay, how can we stop brushing them off? It's the real commitment to the goal will move you through the spaces necessary to heal wounds, to release limiting beliefs. Like when you declare a goal, I'm going to live a cash-only lifestyle. The first thing that's going to come up is why you don't. You don't live a cash-only lifestyle because you use credit. You don't have a cash-only lifestyle because you overspend, because you overcommit, because you don't budget, right? Like all those things showed up really obvious for me and it became time to become responsible. So that's what I did. And what it took was, you know, um, being willing to look at my money, being willing to manage it and being willing to master it because you don't accidentally live a cash-only lifestyle. It is a plan. It is an effort. It is a commitment. It is a strategy. And it's possible. It's incredibly possible. And I am just a couple of years away from that. And it's really fun and exciting. And so I want to share that because whatever goal you decided to kind of sort through in this episode is that it is possible. And at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, I'm serious, guys. I am serious about turning dreamers into doers. Like, no joke. It's what I show up for year after year. And it's so possible, but it's going to require you believing, loving, nurturing, intending to your dreams. So my request or my question is, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to befriend your dreams and stop rejecting, stop shaming, stop fearing, stop guilting yourself or that person, that dream that we've identified as a living being, right? Because it truly is a living being. It has energy and it will fill you with energy if only you will commit to it. So 
I hope that this podcast episode inspired you. Maybe it opened up something new for you, offered a new opportunity to achieve a dream that you've had for your whole life. So thank you for tuning into the podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts. Hearts.